All August long, we're giving away our subscription-only digestible daily show Cubs Pod, which is ad-supported here by the Bleacher Bunch on the Fans First Network. For early ad-free Cubs Pod, subscribe at patreon.com slash sunranto and become a super ranter today. Hello and welcome to Cubs Pod, a Bleacher Bunch production on the Fans First Network. My name is Danny Rocket, and I'm your host here to tell you what's going on with the Chicago Cubs on August the 3rd, 2023. It was another night of exciting offense for the Chicago Cubs, a night after they beat the Reds 20-9. to They came out on Tuesday night and beat them 16-6, to a game that was not particularly in their grasp for most of the game. In fact, not until the fifth inning. This was a game in which the Cubs fought back from a 5-2 to two deficit to make it 5-3, and then 5-5, and then 10-5, then 14-5. Like, you, you get the picture. But uh, it, was, it was a comeback win, even though it was early in the game or middle of the game when they finally came back and took the lead. A little bit of Cubs news before we get started with telling you what happened in this game. And that is uh, Marcus Stroman went to the injured list and uh, he says he's dealing with something with his hip. Um, So that's not great news, um, except for the fact that Stroman hasn't been pitching very well. So uh, maybe it is good news and maybe that's why A, he wasn't traded even though we don't get a qualifying offer for him. And B, uh, you know, maybe he'll come back and help us in the last seven, eight weeks down the stretch, uh, take those starts, be healed. And hey, man, he says he's been dealing with this for a while. And I don't see the point. And I guess they're trying to trade him. So they're like, "Uh, put him out there. Don't tell anybody about the injury. Are you kidding me? You don't think that they're going to figure out that he's hurt you know, after his physical, you know, the whole pending physical things. No, you know, I know that you went from sellers to buyers within a couple week period. I know that happened. And so you wanted to Stroman out there. But by the time you knew you were going to buy, it's been at least before the trade deadline. And, you know, I'm sorry, you take Marcus Stroman out of there before, A, he pitches badly another time, or, he injures himself further, you morons. Like, seriously, this is just not the way to run any baseball team that you need the physical attributes of a player to go out there and be the best they possibly can be. I understand everybody's dealing with something at this point of the year, but if you're, he was talking about throwing with just his arms and not his legs in the interview. And that's what the Cubs think is an acceptable start. He's been absolutely terrible lately. And there's no reason he should have been going out there with this kind of ailment, whether you're trying to trade him or not, because nobody is going to trade you for your broken toy. That's frustrating. Um, Cubs medical staff is frustrating. Um, And uh, also Ben Brown, if you think that he was going to be the one to come up and take the starts, uh, he will not be. He went to the IL as well in the minor leagues. We don't know what's going on with that. At least it hasn't been reported. And... uh, Hopefully it's not too serious, and maybe we will see him before the end of the year is up. But let's get into this game that was bad before it was good. (laughs) 
And mostly it was bad because Drew Smiley was not good again. Um, In fact, he was so bad that Michael Fulmer actually got the win in this game. Um, So let's get into it. In the top of the first, it did not start well for Smiley. Newman singled. He got uh, Senzel on strikes. Uh, He was called out. Then McLean uh, lined out sharply, but Spencer Steer then homered to make it two to nothing Reds to start the game. Cubs playing from behind Christian Encarnacion Strand with a really long name um, got called out on strikes. So two strikeouts in that inning, but it was two nothing Reds. In the bottom of the first, the Cody Bellinger took a two out walk, but everybody else struck out Horner, Morrell, and Swanson. In the top of the second, uh, Joey Votto led off the inning with a home run. Um, it was 3 nothing Reds then. They went 1-2-3 after that. couple pop-outs from Stevenson and Fairchild, and then Will Benson struck out swinging. Um, in the bottom of the second, Cubs went 1-2-3. Gomes and Suzuki grounded out, half struck out. And in the third, it was 1-2-3 for the Reds. Uh, with a couple strikeouts. Uh, that's one thing I will say for Drew Smiley. He did have quite a few strikeouts in this game, um, it, but <laughs> he also gave up five runs. But uh, no, he got Newman to strike out, Matt McLean struck out, and Senzel flew out here in the third. Uh, in the bottom of the third, Cubs got on the board uh, with a Jamer Candelario double. That was the first of his four hits in the game. And you might be wondering why Jamer Candelario did not bat until the bottom of the third inning. And it was because our shiny brand new third baseman toy, who actually played third base last night, pretty impressive that, you know, Ross finally played guys in the position that they're freaking used to playing. But uh, yeah, Jamer Candelario doubled to lead off the inning, his first of four hits batting eighth, eighth, eighth. Let me say, you've got Seiya Suzuki who's been struggling mightily pretty much all year, and you're telling me that you're going to take Jamer Candelario, the guy who leads all third basemen in war, and mostly because of his bat, you're telling me you're going to bat him eighth? Okay. So he does, and he hits a double. <laughs> Patrick Wisdom batting ninth, who didn't even play the whole game, and it was the only Cub without a hit. Um, he flew out. I'll get to that later. Uh, Nico Horner also flew out, but Christopher Morrell with two outs, homered, making it 3-2. This is the Christopher Morrell that usually bats eighth, and finally they moved him up to bat second last night. I mean, I don't know what it's got to take for these guys who have been great all year to actually get into a ball game playing uh, or in the batting order that they should be. Um Last night was kind of that night, for Morrell anyway, but then it wasn't for Candelario. So uh, G- Ross GPT added again, of course. Um, anyway, Bellinger flew out in the bottom of the third to end that inning. Um, it's now three to two Reds in the top of the fourth. The Reds pulled away further after uh, a one-out double from Kess or Christian Encarnacion Strand with a long name. Um, but uh, Vado then homered, making it 5-2, to two, his second home run of the game. If you remember, if you watched 
the Sunranto show on Sunday night, you remember that Billy DeVore was talking about how Joey Votto just decided he was going to hit uh, dingers instead of hitting for average. And that's exactly what he did. It's amazing that you could be like in the last year of your career and be like, you know what? My last year, I'm going to start hitting dingers. <laughs> and he does. Um Tyler Stevenson then grounded out, whose name really should be Steven Tylerson, because that would make him more like the Aerosmith singer, but it's not. Stuart Fairchild then singled, who sounds like a soap opera star, and uh, Will Benson struck out swinging to end it. But at this point, it was five to two reds, and it looked like it was not going to be a great game for the Cubs. But a lot of time left in the bottom of the fourth, Dansby Swanson with the Dansby Dong, uh, making it five to three. Man, he's been on fire. Six of his, at this point, they put this uh, stat up on the marquee screen, which was that six of his last nine at-bats or hits have been home runs. So that's a nice stat for you. Um, But nothing else doing in that inning. Gomes struck out. So did Suzuki and Hap flew out. Um, Top of the fifth. Uh, this is when uh, Fulmer came into the game and replaced Smiley with the Cubs losing still uh, at this point, five to three. But uh, Newman grounded out, Senzel struck out, in comes Fulmer. So, like, I don't know what we're doing here either. Like, you know, pitch count, sure, I guess, but there's one out to get. And, um, you know, you're losing, but not by much. I mean, I, you have two outs in the inning, Newman and Senzel already out. Why get. Fulmer now. Doesn't it make more sense to see if Smiley can't get this final out in this inning? No, it doesn't because Fulmer has to come in and he did get Mac McLean striking out. So Ross GPT looks like a freaking genius at this point, I guess. Um, I just don't understand it. A lot of dirty, you know, it wasn't a dirty inning because there was nobody on base, but I just, I don't understand the not, starting a guy in a clean inning and letting him come in in a clean inning. I don't get that. Maybe it's practice for not doing it. I don't I don't know, but it, it makes me crazy. In the bottom of the fifth, this is when the Cubs tied the game. Uh, Jamer Candelario came up and walked. Patrick Wisdom, uh, who's the only player without a hit in this game, uh, and he wasn't going to be in this game much longer, um, but it, he struck out with uh, Jamer still on first. Then uh, Horner singled. First and second, uh, Buck Farmer came out to replace rookie lefty Brandon Williamson, and Morell greeted him with a double that was almost a home run and made the game 5-4, to four, even though that, that should have tied it right there. It did not. Um, Actually, it would have put the, the Cubs ahead because they scored Jamer on there. Nico Horner ends up on third, while uh, Morell ended up on second, five to four Cubs. Cody Bellinger came through with a, uh, a ground out RBI, which scored Horner, moved Morell over to third, and Dansby, who had hit a dong in his last at bat, struck out. But the Cubs had tied the game and they would not look back. Fulmer came out for the sixth as well, got the Reds one, two, three, Steer, Strand, and Votto uh, had a strikeout of Votto, did not hit a home run this time, even though he decided to in the offseason. Bottom of the sixth, Cubs come in and blow the game open with five runs. 
started with the Ian Happ walk. A Jan Gomes double put the Cubs ahead six to five as Happ scored. Buck Farmer was then replaced by Lucas Sims, and I bet Hugh he was wishes he was pitching this game in the Sims uh, simulated life because this was real life for Lucas, and he ended up giving up quite a few runs here. Um, say a Suzuki singled. Nice to see because he's yeah, man, he's just two years of struggling really if you think about it. Uh, but he made it seven to five with the single, scored Gomes, Candelario singled, uh, that moved Saya to second, and then, and this is what I wanted to talk about. In comes Mike Tockman, the lefty, to replace the righty Patrick Wisdom. Listen, I understand that there are many reasons that you want to do these lefty righty matchups, but you don't have to do it every time, Ross GPT, because. You know, you didn't even have to start Wisdom in this one. Mike Tockman, really, I mean, you hear it everywhere, especially from Cody Del Mendo and his Del Metrics. You were talking about the summer of Mike Tockman. Where were you for that? Yeah, that's what we're seeing, guys. There's no reason to get this guy on the bench. Your best first baseman is not Patrick Wisdom. It's actually Cody Bellinger. Um, Cody Bellinger is also your best center fielder, but Mike Tockman has been great out there as well. So I don't know what we're doing here, starting Patrick Wisdom. Um, I know you got to get him in there sometimes if you want to have him on the team. But if you're going to put your best foot forward against the Cincinnati Reds, I think you just use your best players, not your best splits, if that makes sense. It didn't work. Wisdom went over for 2. He's the only Cub without a hit. Um, Tockman comes in and immediately doubles. And I don't think it had any thing to do with the fact that there was a righty on the mound. I think that that Mike Tockman is perfectly capable of hitting left-handed pitching as well. So it's just frustrating to see this. I don't know what would have happened otherwise. He might have gone over two just like wisdom. I don't know. But either way, Tockman is the better overall player and it's in your best lineup is probably with Cody Bellinger playing first base, not freaking Patrick Wisdom. So anyway, frustrating stuff from Ross GPT, but it, it was awesome how it worked out because Tockman doubled. It was then 8-5 to five as that double scored Seiya Suzuki. Jamer Candelario goes to third, but then Horner struck out and Morell struck out. So there were two outs, and in comes, uh, I guess, David Bell GPT to make this uh, pitching change, and Alex Young came in. For Lucas Sims, got the job done by getting a ground out to Nick Senzel at third, but Cody Bellinger uh, actually reached because the ball was nowhere near Joey Votto. It was off, pulled him off the bag. He ball ended up getting away. Two runs scored because there were two outs. Uh, Candelario came around, and so did Tockman. Cody Bellinger stole second, but it didn't matter because Dansby struck out again. Um, so, dongs or Ks, that's what we're getting out of Dansby in this game. Then, exactly what should have happened to start the game happened. Uh, Cody Bellinger went to play first base, and Mike Tockman remained in the game in center field. So, it's not like Ross doesn't know that that's the way it should be, because once he had the lead, that's how he protected the lead. Um, Steven Tylerson uh, grounded out uh, to start the inning, and uh, this was still Fulmer, by the way, in there. So he's pitching over the the third inning, you know, gets the last out of the fifth, pitches the entire sixth, does well, gets the first out in the seventh, and then they pinch hit uh, T.J. Friedel for Stuart Fairchild, and 
uh, Ross with his 3D checkers uh, had to make his move, and he brings in Mark Leiter Jr. to replace Fulmer, which was dumb because T.J. Friedel immediately homered. 10-6, to six, Cubs. The ball was flying out uh, last night, uh, obviously. The last two nights, really. Cubs hit seven home runs on uh, Tuesday night, and on Wednesday night they hit five. Uh, Reds hit a few of their own, um, but uh, after that solo shot making it 10-6, to six, Will Benson struck out, uh, still with the 3D checkers from uh, Bell. Uh, he replaced Newman with Jake Fraley, and Fraley grounded out. In the bottom of the seventh, uh, all those dudes that for the Reds that came in at the game remained in the game. Fraley, the comedy stylings of Fraley and Friedel, <coughs> excuse me and um there there was no pitching change though if you recall uh it was alex young in the game and uh he was pitching into the seventh here and ian happ immediately homered 11 to 6 cubs now get the run right back uh gomes flew out suzuki flew out candelaria with yet another hit a single and then Mike Talkman, who came into the game because, of course, he's not good enough to start. Uh, you got to put wisdom in there. He comes in and doubles, scores Candelario, 12 to 6 Cubs. Then another error by Nick Senzel, scored Talkman. It is now 13 to 6. Nico Horner went to second. Then another error by Nick Senzel. And the it is now 14 to 6 Cubs. Uh, this was with Christopher. Christopher Morell at the plate, and that scored Horner, um, Bellinger, good old-fashioned single. Um, uh, but this time he uh, reached, well, he was able to get all the way to third base. Uh, no, sorry. Cody Bellinger singled, uh, but uh, and Morell went to third, but Morell advanced to third on another error by Joey Votto. So this one wasn't on Senzel. This one was on Votto. Reds, the wheels were coming off. Error after error after error after error after error in this inning. You know, they would have lost anyway, but four errors for the Reds really put the nail in their coffin. At this point, Derek Law comes out to lay down the law, which he did by getting um, uh, Dansby Swanson to line out. Julian Merriweather, Meatherwary <laughs> is what I was about to say. He came in to replace Mark Leiter Jr. He got uh, Senzel the ground out, spear to fly, steer to fly out, and Kess to strike out on a foul tip. And in the middle was a Matt McLean single that didn't matter because nothing happened with it. In the eighth, Luke Maley, their catcher, pitched for the second night in a row and replaced Derek Law in garbage time. So really, I don't know if these stats should really count when they're coming off of a backup catcher, but um, Ian Happ homered immediately 15-6. to six. Gomes flew out. Seiya Suzuki, um, he homered 16-6, uh, and that's where it would remain. Jamer Candelario feasting on the catcher pitching, uh, hit a double uh, then Tockman popped out, and Horner lined out because somebody's got to make the outs here. New Cub, Jose Quas, who actually replaced Stroman. We don't know what we're going to do for his starts yet. Might be bullpen games. I don't know. Maybe that's why they're stretching out Fulmer, making him pitch over three innings. Um, but uh, he came in, 
uh, did pretty decently. Um, he got Votto to ground out and Stevenson. Uh, Friedel then singled, and he walked Benson, and Fraley finally grounded out to end the game. There was, there's the game. Um, Pretty impressive stuff. Cubs pound out 16 hits. They did strike out 11 times. Three of them were Dansby Swanson, but he also hit a home run. Um, Yeah, just great stuff. Finally, you have, except for Candelario, who has an OPS of 854, and Mike Tockman, who has an OPS of 806, who ended up batting ninth in this game after he came in for for wisdom. You still have a situation where you're leading off Nico Horner with his 729 OPS. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but at least you had Morel and Bellinger in the top three with OPSs of 894 and 909. And, it, you know, like, let's get these uh, higher numbers higher in the order. In fact, do you know who has the lowest two OPSs on the team? I know OPS isn't everything, but uh, let's let's talk good old-fashioned batting average. First of all, Patrick Wisdom is batting 197, but he's got a lot of power. Why is that your nine hitter? Why? I, I don't get it. Like, you know, you got the power, you got the speed, be the best in the National League, you you put him a little higher in the order. I don't I don't get why you play wisdom at all, really, right now. I'm kind of disappointed that he wasn't moved during the trade deadline, but whatever. But he's batting 197. The, the second one uh, from the bottom is Nico Horner with a 251 batting average. I mean, I'm sorry, say a Suzuki. Then you have, and actually, no, it's uh, Hap with 249. He's your five hitter. He's shown no power this year except when batting against a catcher. And he's your five hitter. And I just, I don't get the lineups. And I know that a lot of people say the lineups don't matter that much. But, you know, the Cubs did not scoring until, did not start scoring until freaking Mike Talkman came into this game. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh I don't like how it's been working. Horner at the top of the lineup isn't great. Hap has the best OBP of anybody. And I, I just, seems like it's all going in the wrong order. But you know, I'm not going to complain too much about a game in which you put up 16 runs on 16 hits. Um, a lot of it was, hey, frankly, unearned uh, because of the, uh, well, 12 of the, run, 12 of the 16 runs were earned. So four of those runs unearned. But you got to wonder what's going to happen if you, they don't commit all those errors. And as I said, Smiley only went 4.2, gave up five runs, uh, seven strikeouts. So the strikeouts were impressive, but he gave up three home runs. That's unplayable. It just is. It's You can't have that out there in a playoff game. I wonder if the secret lefty the Cubs are going to employ is Drew Smiley. I mean, we talked about this before the year even started that, hey, maybe – the back end of this Cubs bullpen after Stroman when he comes back. And, you know, you've gotten great stuff out of Kyle Hendricks so far. you got to consider that a feather in your cap. And Justin Steele is now the ERA leader after they, or maybe not, but it close to it after they, uh, you know, got rid of those five earned runs uh, that were pinned on him the the other day. Uh, if you don't know that story, it was, it's that well, Michael said it in Cubs pod yesterday. What happened there is that uh, Justin Steele was unfairly, because they don't call errors anymore. Uh, Nico Horner committed an error, but they didn't call it an error, and it ended up leading to five runs, and they were all pinned on Justin Steele. They reversed that because it was BS. Um, 
And anyway, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't want to get too into the weeds here before getting to today's game. But I, I will say that, you know, if we are going to the playoffs, we got some things to figure out because the Cubs did not plug all their holes during the trade deadline uh, situation. But if you score 16 runs a game, who cares about the lefty out of your pen? You don't even need one. <laughs> you could have Tucker Barnhart go pitch and you probably wouldn't give up the lead if you're up by 10, probably. So uh, today's game, it's going to be Luke Weaver versus Jamison Tyone, who's found a little bit of a resurgence here. And um, Luke Weaver... He uh, a bit of a veteran. He's 29 years old. He was with St. Louis, Arizona, then KC for a year. But this year, he's not doing very well with Cincinnati. He's got a 6.80 earned run average and 86 innings pitched. He's only 67 strikeouts in those innings. Doesn't walk a lot of guys either. You know, 2.9 walks per nine, seven strikeouts per nine. So, you know, whatever. He's given up 22 home runs though in those 86 innings, and how. The ball has been flying out of Wrigley the last couple nights. I'm hoping it continues. And the Cubs, who are now only three games back of the division lead, after Milwaukee <laughs> blew a game last night, it's a walk-off, uh, walk-off error that happened um, against the Nationals of all teams. And uh, they found Nationals found a way to win, and Brewers found a way to lose. Cubs only three back now, and. They're coming for Cincinnati. You win tonight and Brewers lose, and you're only two games back, and you're you're sending the message that this division is actually yours. So, um, yeah, Luke Weaver, uh, not a great uh, year. So I like our chances against him as far as what the Cubs have done against him. Dansby Swanson's seen him the most and is batting three oh eight against him, so that's pretty good. Um, you got Bellinger with 10 at-bats and two home runs, batting 400 against him. And uh, Candelario, even though he's only got three at-bats, um, he does have a home run off of him, is batting 333. So I like what I see. Most Cubs haven't seen him. Um, Gomes has two hits in his only two at-bats, and one of them is a home run as well. So I don't know. Cubs like them some 680 ERA Luke Weaver. Um Jamison Tyone, uh, you know, he's been better. So uh, the last, in fact, since July 2nd, when he gave up six runs, four earned against Cleveland, and the Cubs lost. The Cubs have won every single game he's pitched, starting with that eight-inning gym where the Cubs beat the Yankees on the road three to nothing. Um, he was also the beneficiary of a 17-run onslaught against the Nationals. That game was close until it wasn't, but he gave up three runs in that game. Uh, but that's it. but then he gave up one through 5.2 against St. Louis at home and then one through six and only two hits against St. Louis on the road. So the Cubs have been, well, Tyone has been really good and the Cubs have won when he's pitched the last four times. Uh, good stuff from Tyone. Uh, if we can make him a solid number three, I think we got something here. Um, no red has ever homered off Tyone. So that's great news for all involved in on the Cubs side of things. Uh, nobody has seen him more than five times. That person is Jake Fraley, and um, he doesn't have a hit against him. Nobody else has seen him more than three times. Uh, 
you know, Senzel's one for two, like whatever. But uh, Jameson Tyone did pitch against these Reds back on May 27th. It did not go well. He gave up four runs through 4.2, did strike out five, but it wasn't great. Um, and uh, I didn't mention this before, but I, the Cubs did not face Luke Weaver this year. Yet, today will be the first time. This year, anyway. So, there it is. There's your Cubs pod. Uh, as, as we're giving it away this month to uh, non-Patreon subscribers. So, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, uh, I think you should become one. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto and become one. If you are a Patreon subscriber, I love you. Have a great day. Spagog. <laughs>